Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey, your host, joining me as ever... Prettiest boy under the sun, the be-all, end-all, Ken doll, Mr. Aaron Joseph Pita. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I once again I find myself accused of Drinko's pee-pee. Uh-huh. And uh, if only I could uh, amend the charge to Chuggo's wee-wee. <laughs> Yana? Now, Yana, for the sake of uh, parliamentary procedure... <laughs> And uh, hey, Matt. Hi. <laughs> hey, Matt Brousseau. Hi, great to be good here. Good looking son of a bitch, Matt oh, Brousseau. Yeah. Hair's looking good, man. Thanks. Yes. Coiffed? Yeah, sure. Quaffed, quaffed. Coiffed. I, I think it coiffed, coiffed my pants looking at his quaff. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, all guys. I think I fucking queefed my pants looking at that fucking thing. <laughs> I think a coif is a male queef. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a boyf. Hey, don't be coif. <laughs> uh, fellas, um,. What if you have a she shaft? Oh God! Uh, they do mention. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh, I want to. Um, I want to start off by, by by doing something a little odd right now on this show. Oh, on weird. this show, so a little strange, Aaron. Uh, um, um, I'm gonna have you sit over here. Oh God! And me and Matt are gonna leave the room, and you are going to cover your eyes. Oh my God! You ready for that? Huh? No, but yeah. I'll do it anyways. Yeah, just uh, you come over here, uh-huh. and then when you open your eyes, you are going to describe to the listeners what you are seeing that me and Matt are showing you. Understood? <laughs> oh, you're sick. Yeah. Twisted. It's well, it. I mean, Puppetry of the penis. It's a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> if you squeeze it hard. The sesame seed bun. <laughs> Ew. So you're going to put these on? Yeah. And you're going to do some sort of m- miming? No, no, we're going to show you an item. Oh, okay. It's like quiz show or some shit. Look, I'm in John's seat. I close my eyes now? Yep. Okay, eyes are closed. Okay, grab an answer. Okay. Now back it up again so they can see it on the camera as much as possible. Oh my gosh. And Aaron, open your eyes. Oh, come this way. <laughs> Profiles in eccentricity. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, looks like uh, three. Three italicized. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, kill for inner peace. Remember that? Yeah, that's uh from the the crazy wackos. Uh, <laughs> SBK. It's right in Germany, Heidelberg University of. Uh huh. Hey, where'd we get that? I don't know who who made it and sent it to me. Wait, what? Somebody just let ran. Me, let me get. Let me get back. back. Let's, uh, let's... I think I like this seat now. No, not happening. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> hey get man, the fuck, get the fuck out of here. I'm about to make some inner peace happen right now. What does that mean? Ow! Oh, hmm. you left it hot. I farted. Uh, so I got that in the mail. I thought Joe, who makes our T-shirts and stuff, made it, and I was like, "Hey, man, what's the story with the flag?" 
Because it's a huge flag. It's a gigantic banner. Uh, yeah. I mean, what yeah. would you say that is? I think it's. I think it's like an actual flag because it just has side oh, that, eye, that, eye holes. That's a flag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything could really be it's a flag. It's a red flag. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's it doesn't have eye holes on the other side, is what I'm saying. Right. Uh, but I got it in the mail. I think it might be Kai. Might have made that for us. Uh huh. Um, because it's just from like makeasign.com or whatever. Uh-huh. It's fucking amazing. So I hit up Joe and I was like, I uh, kill for inner peace. I know that's the SPK quote, but. I don't understand the rest, the, the, the three italicized, like, Roman numeral eyes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what are you talking about, dude? And I was like, you didn't make the flag? <laughs> and he's like, no? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Because I got, like, oh, like I, he sent me that black hole copy, and he sent me back my Swamp Thing comics and shit like mm-hmm. that. Uh, so I was like, I got it the same day. Uh-huh. So I, was, I thought it was all shit from Joe and Jesse. Maybe it was Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, I guess. But anyway, I don't know what that... Thanks, the, Santa. The three means or whatever. Hopefully it's not some kind of uh, well, racist white power symbol <laughs> or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're Cyclops. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but anyway, that was really cool. I think whoever did it, thank you so much for sending that. That's really uh, great. I'm yeah, sure wherever, wherever we put it up, it'll be disturbing the shit out of people. Yeah. I think uh, we, we'll put it behind Aaron. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. put the white power sign behind me. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, you no. look you look the Naziest of all of us. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Spain had its own thing. Yeah, they hey, listen, the fascist party in Spain was really actually quite good for the country. Oh, <laughs> oh <boy>. God, <laughs> it was either them or the anarchists, pal. Yeah, or the communists. Yeah, the anarchists would have had a really good time running that government. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh... We um we do not sanction uh, fascism in any way. No, uh, fuck those folks. And you know, uh, although he did he did make Hitler say that one funny thing. That yeah, one did. that one funny thing Hitler said. Hey. If there's anything else funny that Hitler said, if you guys know about it, uh, please tell me because I would like to know instances of Hitler being funny. Uh-huh. The instance I'm talking about is after his meeting with General Franco, the fascist dictator of Spain. Um, he tried. He was imploring Franco to get involved on the side of the Italians and uh, the Axis Hitler. And uh, Franco wouldn't do it, and they, they talked for like two hours or something like that, this like summit. And uh, <laughs> when he came out of the meeting, Hitler told somebody he, he would have rather spent two hours in a dentist chair, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Fascist Party did some pretty good things. What? In, what is good? Nothing's good it kept, there. It kept the country together and kept them out of World War II. Yeah. I mean, if you want to keep the country together, that's great. Yeah, it's up but to you. Also, free Catalonia. Um, <laughs> oh, very good. And the Basque, uh, Basque region. Absolutely. Them first, actually. Catalonia can wait. <laughs> um, I saw that movie. Yeah. Catalonia can wait. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, have you seen the film Gangs of New York? I have seen that film by Martin Scorsese. Yes. Scorsese. Uh, uh, I, I want to talk about some, some of the gangs... Um, because as you know from that movie, when I, I don't know how you felt. Do you see it, Matt? No, I haven't. When you see really? it, it's huh. it's just like it's so cartoonish. Um, yeah, they've, they've got names like the fucking Dead Rabbits and they and, wear costumes. Yeah. And, and they're, they are, it's it, you're like, this has got to be some fucking bullshit when you see it. And then you read about it and you're like, not at all. It's all real. No, and, I mean, and the real shit is even more ridiculous. But it's almost to that point where it's like the Warriors. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like definitely. the yeah. gangs and the warriors, like the baseball furies and stuff, like they're almost to that level. And um, you know, like the the fashion of the time, the top hats and the bowler hats, and the mustache. Yeah, and a lot of this stuff, it's the stuff. It's very mustache. very reminiscent of of like Clockwork Orange yeah. stuff. The suspenders and everything, yeah, sure, you know. Sure. Um, some of them straight up were like 
They look like fucking uh, droogs or whatever. Is that what they were called? Uh, I think droogs are what they took. <laughs> In Clockwork Orange. Yeah, the droogs. I thought they were called droogs. Yeah, maybe they that too. Yeah. Um, but so Daniel Day-Lewis is is uh, is pl- is playing uh, Bill the Butcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so what year? We're we're talking about uh, it's pre it's pre and post Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Um, Civil War is like you know right in in the thick of it. Um, well, I mean, so New York at that time. Right? Yeah, teeming with Irish immigrants um, uh, because of the famine, especially uh-huh. thousands, thousands coming in like every week. And there was work too, you know, the Erie Canal. Yeah, sure. And, and then, and I mean, conscription into the armies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking them straight off the boat and fucking here you go. Here's South Carolina, pal. <laughs> you know? Um, All the railroads. It was, I mean, as a messy, there was a, the, the draft riots uh-huh. there. They burned an entire uh, black orphanage. Yeah, yeah. They the were, um, they, they had like this, this, like this hierarchy of, of um, discrimination where it was yeah, like yeah. the Irish hated the, the blacks because they worked for even cheaper than they did. You know? Yeah, free? And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was like, um, you know, the, the natives or the nativists, as they were called. White people, not native whatsoever. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah. one the generation, one, one generation yeah. earlier. Yeah, and uh, you know, you know, but like they show so well in the movie is like even the the Bowery Boys have Irish guys in them, and you're like, what are you doing there? Yeah. You know, uh, but it's like that's you know the thing kind of about New York gangs is like they they always got. Well, I know this one black guy, and he's in for some reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't like exclusionary all the time. A lot of times it was actually like, oh, this is kind of like a... And then they became more and more diverse because it was just like, who do I like? Who's my friend? Who's the meanest? And then if you're first generation, you don't even give a shit mm-hmm. what fucking race anybody is, you know? But the Bowery Boys, the nativists, uh, the, the the main uh, foe of the dead rabbits, uh, they other names like you were saying, the plug uglies and... Uh, the slaughterhouses, um, the shirt tails. Uh, they, um, the nativist gang, the Bowery Boys. They were, uh, you know, also they were based in the Bowery, and they were more like it was also like a class thing because they like all had kind of jobs, and they all started as volunteer firefighters. Hmm. And you know that that where they show in the movie that the, the, there's a fire and the fire engine shows up, yeah. and that was a real thing. Um, there was rival yep. firefighters, right, and right. there wasn't enough fire hydrants. So when you heard of a fire, the first guy went out, and his job was just to cover a fire hydrant with a barrel to hold it down for the crew coming. Huh. Right? And in the meantime— Private industry. Yeah, in the meantime— Yeah, now they just do that parking spots. Uh, you know, they, they you know consider themselves, like, superior. They wore, like, the red shirts to uh, show, like, their— Roots as firefighters, mm. but they were all like mechanics and like uh, bouncers. They were butchers, like you know, build a butcher, build a butcher pool is who cutting is based on in the movie. Um, and they they cuffed like their you know their trousers and they had a top hat, like um, you know, but they were like they were a little more like pompy. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of like looked good. The firefighters had top hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stovepipe. And uh, smoke comes out. They kind of were a little bit like pre-greasers. Like they kind of did some quaffing, and uh, Mm -hmm. they, um, they, yeah, they would have these huge fights, and the the buildings would burn to the ground. 
Well, you know, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's gonna be the first to do. You can't the work buildings together. Buildings were very, very flammable back then. Yeah, well, well, you know, when a those, cow starts, it, oh, with all that grease. Well, yeah, it was. Um, so they were they would, mustache. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like you know they would they would just fucking. I mean, they would go on for fucking hours. Uh, there'd be sometimes thousands of firefighters beating the shit out of each other, and no fires getting put out. Would the cops come up, and then they would fight the firefighters. Uh, well, then gang members would join in, oh, okay. too. Uh, like, neighborhood thugs, just like a random shithead. You start one this fire. This is a private fighter. Can yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and they, uh, you know, they really did stomp around with, like, American flags, hated the fucking Irish. Um, the dead rabbits in them uh, would fight hundreds of huge street brawls, like shown in that movie. Um, f- like, over the course of Decades. Decades. And it was in the five points, uh, and, like, I think right where the five points is, like, where that square is, is, like, now where sits the New York Supreme Court. You know what I mean? It's, Mm. like, and it was just the most abysmal slum. Uh, It was built on, like, a landfill, and it was, like, not properly done. So there was just, like, fucking methane coming up, and people, everybody was sick. Yeah, buildings sinking and shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, Let it burn into the garbage. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, the the uh, the big big fight between the Irish, um, you know, who they called like an invading army, uh, was two full days of fighting, and uh, <laughs> thousands of people involved on either side, thousands, and and, and no firearms. Uh, there it was more, you know, clubs, uh, brickbats. Yeah, uh, it's like, not sporting. No, I under, I mean, listen, I get it. Also, the reload is just. But yeah, no, there, there was there was guns, um, but it was it was a little more rare. Um, one of the Bowery Boys was this giant named Mose. 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 Yeah. How do you spell that? M O S E. And short for Moses. He. Check out my Mose sound system. That's a ripoff. That's a knockoff. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the real thing. It's a mold. Yeah, you can buy it. You can buy it at any tourist. Uh, there's some guys selling you watches. Yeah. Uh, they were um, Mose. Mose. Uh, he would use a wag a wagon tongue as a weapon. You know what a wagon tongue is? Yeah. Just the the, the, the thing that you yoke onto the oxen. Yeah. The the big fucking you know giant piece uh, of hitch kind of yeah. uh, what the hitch turns onto. He's a giant. Was he a giant man? He was a giant man. Yeah, okay. He eventually gave up the wagon tongue and... W- <laughs> For it, it, a lesser it, wagon tongue. No, he started using an iron lamp post. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a video game. An iron lamp post is what this man was swinging around. <laughs> huh? It's like something like Ben Grimm does. Yeah. Gancy uh, <laughs> Street. Uh, you know, like, bitch. <laughs> Represent. Oh, bitch. Um, actually, Nancy Street's that way. <laughs> Which way is Nara Posta? Uh, <laughs> <Fine again. laughs> That's from the Patreon episode. Also, subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll yeah. get that, uh, insi- that insight. Yeah, that. you'll get that. What happened to me on Christmas morning? I called uh, a faggot on Christmas morning. Um, and I, I, I called him up. <laughs> I called John on Christmas. <laughs> What's up? Uh, Merry Christmas, babe. Uh, it was so these guys, um, they would hang out in the Bowery Theater a lot with like prostitutes and, mm-hmm. um, these were all like pretty burly guys, like like this this Moe's character, and um, officially in this two day battle, eight people died, and people were like, they we saw people dragging bodies everywhere. It's total bullshit. Um, and the the Bowery Boys did win it, um, 
and it just added to to the, this legend of this this guy uh, Mose. So what did they win? Just just bragging rights? Uh, they uh, they were just yeah, they just wanted to fucking you know uh, hold on to power because these these were the gangs that then started um, you know getting. Uh, uh, you know, beating up people uh, that were going to the polls. Oh, so okay. now you have the politicians right, on your side. Right. The politicians really enabled these guys a oh, sure, lot, mm-hmm. and they had them do their dirty work that they could deny plausibly. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just absolutely uh, disgusting. I mean, that these fucking these low life fucking politicians, man. I mean, they just they just made it like a, a, a total like free reign. And then you know, you're, for the Bowery Boys, what did they get on their end? They would get some. They would get leeway, right? Mm-hmm. You know, from the cops, etc. But they also get more money in the district, mm-hmm. in the Bowery or whatever. Um, this is, I mean, this is around Tammany, uh, Tammany Hall. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah, Tammany Hall, just filthy, corrupt. Um, but they, uh, yeah, they all, they all had, like as they show in the movie, pretty well rival um, politicians. Mm-hmm. Like the Dead Rabbits also had their their gang that they would, uh, you know, do their thing with. Uh, Mo's, I mean, it's, it's vertical integration. Yeah, Mose would, um, he was said to one time have lifted a, uh, a horse, uh, trolley off the tracks, excuse me, a, a, a horse car off the tracks, off the trolley, uh, whatever, and he carried it on his shoulders, and, um, <laughs> he had a he had a little a little a little buddy named Sykesy. Of course he did. Sykesy. Yeah. Hey, Mose. And hey, you ready to go, Jim? <laughs> and it was, it was like so much part of the culture that it became, like a musical in the Bowery uh, theater. Mose and Sykesy. It was called Mose the Bowery Boy, and um, Bill, you know Butcher Bill Poole was the um, kind of like embodiment of their spirit. He. Uh, he was really well loved, and he was, you know, kind of like a good-looking guy, and ladies loved him. And uh, he was he was shot uh, in a in a bar, and uh, his last words were "Goodbye, boys. I die a true American." Wow. Um, Five thousand people went to his funeral. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I die a true American. Yeah. Well, I got shot in a bar. This is yeah. how <laughs> this is how we do it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. storybook, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they were um they were kind of like um you know. Uh, Really, you know, the most kind of like embedded with politicians and, you know, being firefighters and stuff like that. There's a lot of overlap with cops, etc. And so they were kind of like, um, yeah, much more like integrated uh, thugs in, in the system than, say, the Dead Rabbits, who were mainly all, you know, Irish people. And they came out of um, a gang uh, where I think it was called like the, the, the Roach Gang or something. And... Supposedly somebody threw a dead rabbit on the table at one of their meetings where there was like already some conflict and they took it as an omen for them to finally leave and start the dead rabbits. Oh, okay. And that's how they started carrying the dead rabbit like on on into battle, like on on a <laughs> on a pike or whatever. And so if th- someone had thrown anything else on that table. I mean like I- <laughs> It's not a bird that died. It, somebody threw it there. It's not an omen. Somebody did that, you know? Oh, uh, well, I mean, how fucking, like, mystic are you getting? But the Dead Rabbits, as they also show in, in, the, in the film so well, were, would not hesitate at all to, uh, to have women. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hellcat Maggie is shown in there, mm-hmm. as she really was, with copper nails on mm-hmm. to scratch, and she sharpened her teeth. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, when you watch the movie, you're like, this is it. What? And it's totally accurate. It's totally real. Um, 
And she, she supposedly would just, like, fuck you up real bad, but not actually kill you. She'd leave that to the guys, because she's a lady. That's right. Well, you know. You know, um... <laughs> so, yeah, they were, uh... You know, they just had brick bats and, you know, knives and fucking, like, uh... It was the Roach Guards that they came out of. Uh, and they, uh... The Bowery Boys were supporting the Know Nothing Party, and... They had, yeah, they had 200 gang battles in a span of 10 years. And, like, these were, these were kind of the, the biggest ones. And they, even the state militia could not stop this. Hmm. Thousands of people warring in the streets. Forget the cops. The cops are already like, no, absolutely, there's no way. Um, the state militia couldn't break it up. Like, you just gotta send in the U.S. Army at that point, you know what I mean? Well, they're not gonna shoot, they're not gonna kill them. Uh, well, I mean... At a certain point, I think the threat to law and order, I think you maybe would agree, is, like, eventually bad for U.S. business. Mm -hmm. And they might do that. I mean, they'll definitely kill the dead rabbits. Maybe not the Bowery Boys so much. Probably good for the lamppost makers. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was just straight up the Dead Rabbits riot in 1857, the draft riots in 1863. And um, they supported, uh, Dead Rabbits supported the politician Fernando Wood at the, uh, and the Tammany Hall machine. Um, and those platforms for them would have included like welfare for immigrants and families and uh, minorities and They would um, yeah violently persuade people to vote and do all that shit that they show in the movie fucking shave you make you go back to the polls Grab you off the street right and shove you in and tell you how to vote mm -hmm. uh, the, the theory of how Edgar Allan Poe died is that he was uh, drugged in Baltimore and forced to vote and then he was just overdrugged, and that's why they found him in the gutter. Oh my God! So this was a very common practice back. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, and it ha yeah it happened a lot in Baltimore too. Baltimore had a lot of these gangs as well. Um, and uh, one of the the, the prominent uh, gang leaders of the Dead Rabbits was John Morrissey, who would go on to become a Democratic state senator and then uh, a rep in the U.S. Congress. Hmm. Um, and he was, uh, you know, just super gung ho for Irish Catholics, whatever, and. Uh, the Bowery Boys end up going there with the Republicans, right? Because these guys are, are, are back in the Democrats. And they had the municipal police on, on one side and the metropolitan police on the other. So it's like from politicians to the cops to the fucking straight up murderer criminals, everybody's just on one side or the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is fucking amazing, man. Mm. Holy fucking shit. Well, you, you think it probably starts, you know, they work their way up. You know, there's a guy who's a maybe is a gang member, or you know, the gang just pays them enough. Yeah, you know, the, it makes sense. You need a rep. Yeah, and, and in, inside your district, you need a rep, and inside on your block, you need a rep. Yeah, and this, I mean, this thing, you know, it be, it kind of uh, did a thing where it was like, um, it it took apart a lot of the old rivalries. So like the Roach Guards stay a gang, the Dead Rabbits become the bigger gang, whatever. But the wars stop between them, and then the Roach Guards fight the Bowery Boys. With the dead rabbits, because it's like, well, these guys are. We're, yeah. I mean, we're, enemy, at the end Miami of the day, like, we're fucking. We're all Irish, at least. So the Mulberry Street Boys, the Roach Guards, and the Dead Rapids, like, <laughs> rabbits, rabbits would all be um, on one side. And then, um, yeah, it kind of became like, uh, you know, the poor versus the rich, really. Or the poor versus uh, the middle class, mm -hmm. you know? Because that's, that's really like what the Bowery Boys remind me of is kind of the uh, English soccer hooligan. You're middle class, but you're but in your, you it. yeah you mm -hmm. but you you know you moonlight as a fucking uh, you Low know life. a thug yeah, yeah. Um, homeless ex-con <laughs> and they uh, they had this other um, 
this other Irish group called the Wyos. You know about the Wyos? No. Why were they called that? Uh, because they would do this, this like, Wyo! Like, like, like a call. <laughs> and these guys were it's all, so all Irish. <laughs> and they, um, they were known for uh, eye gouging. Oh, great. And Dandy Johnny... Why? Oh, <laughs> Dandy, Dandy Johnny Dolan uh, was the one who became famous as, like, a, a, like an inventor of an eye-gouging t- device? device where you'd plop, pop it on your, your thumb and it would help pluck the eye right out. Dandy, D- Dandy Don or Dandy, Dandy John? Johnny Dolan? Dandy Johnny Dolan. Dandy Johnny Dolan's eye gouging And it was machines. copper. It was it's copper. And um, James Dolan's great-grandfather. He, he was just... He was he was selling it. He would sell it. Like it's not like he just had one. Like right. well, he is entrepreneurial. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. He's the know. American dream, John. Yeah. And he <laughs> he was so proud of the invention I and that he was. and that it was something that people wanted that he would walk around with eyes in his pockets. Human? What? Human, human eyes. Yeah. He'd be like, look, it this it works. I got all these eyes. I was able to take an eye completely out. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So there was Piker Ryan, right? Uh, there was uh, Slops Connolly. Slops? Slops? Slops Connolly. How did he get his name, John? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dorsey Doyle. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Lloyd. Uh, Mike. Uh, Big, Big Josh Hines. Bill Hurley. Baboon Connolly. Oh, boy. So there's Slops Connolly and Baboon Connolly. Not the not related? Go- don't, don't get him confused. No. Googie Corcoran. I love Googie. 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 Um, Red Rocks Farrell, and they, <laughs> Red they, Rocks Farrell. they catch Pike or Ryan, um, <laughs> the cops, Googie. and in 1883, this is, uh, and, uh, he's got a straight up, like, a price list on him, like a Wyo standard issue price list, so you can show somebody. Mm-hmm. You want a couple of beatdowns, it's want, 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah, you Punching. want eyeball. Two dollars. It's got to be like 10 bucks today. Both eyes blacked, $4. Nose and jaw broke, $10. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. (laughs) Jacked out. Jacked out? What What, is it? Jack in? (laughs) Jacked out? I don't know what jacked jacked out means. Jacked on. I think we know what it means. Uh, It was $15. I have, to, I have to pay them to jack a guy off? No, no, they they jack off a guy. They jack out a guy of your choosing. Oh, cool. To humiliate him. It's better <laughs> yeah, than a yeah, couple yeah. black eyes. I don't even want to come. Oh, fuck. Uh, ear chewed off. Chewed? <laughs> ear chewed up. Yeah. Chewed. Now, is that Googie? And Who's he, doing and, the chewing? And, and it was spelled ear chawed off. Is Baboon that's, doing it? That's also $15. Oh, that's actually pretty cheap. Leg or arm broke, $19. Shot in leg. Twenty-five dollars. That both costs a lot. Stab twenty-five dollars. One hundred dollars and up doing the big job. Ah yes, taking them to dinner, (laughs) having sex with their sister, and up. So these fuckers hung out at this place called the Morgue, a bar, (laughs) because that's a good name. The bar owner said that the liquor is fine for embalming fluid. Also, yeah, checks out. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but. And they had, oh boy! There was a, <laughs> there was a guy hanged in the Tombs prison. Uh, it was uh, Danny Lyons. Um, and he was one of the gang leaders. Uh, and he, he he killed he killed another gangster and he was hung. 
and they uh, they had a, a he big was hanged, hanged. <laughs> they had... <laughs> yes, they had they had. But was he hung? He might have been hung, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, and he was hanged. And hanged. Uh, he was he was hanged, and two of the prostitutes, uh, Gentle Maggie and Lizzie the Dove. Got into a fight over who missed him more at oh, the he, morgue. He was hung. Yeah. <laughs> She's not much of a dove either. Big swinging dick. Oh, <laughs> swinging. He's got to swing. Yeah. Um, and so Maggie, Maggie stabbed Lizzie the dove, <laughs> and Lizzie the dove stabbed in the throat. Oh God! Blood coming out of her mouth tells her, "I'll meet you in hell soon and scratch your eyes out." Wow. I mean, that's what? That's got to be 15 bucks there. Yeah, I think that's the big job. <laughs> and these guys, um, they hung around um, Baxter Street, uh, and it was, uh, it, was, it was known at the time for secondhand clothing. And uh, they, would, they, they would fucking beat people in off the street to come buy shit. <laughs> that's what comedy shows need. And uh, Just uh, beat people up and be like, oh, look, you got blood and spit all over <laughs> you your might, clothes. You You're going to need some new clothes. And there was a, there was a, 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 a haberdasher there uh, on Baxter who, who he, in his store window, he put a ton of, uh, of English finches. Um, the bird. Yeah. Because what do finches say? <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. Cheap, cheap. 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 It was so <laughs> successful a gimmick that every other store on the block changed their name to Harris and put fucking finches in the window. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> I was like, well, I'll stop it all. You're like, you can't have it all. Cheap. 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 Uh, and so... <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, uh, like the, the, the Wyos were kind of, um, you know, protecting these things and, uh, he, uh, you know, they were kind of just, you know, Big Josh Hines and all these guys would just like, you know, you know, kind of like take their little share from these shop, uh, shopkeepers and they, uh, these guys were fucking probably some of the, the dirtiest, nastiest motherfuckers. Nasty. Hell yeah. The uh boss <laughs> uh boss was named Mike McGloin and uh they were pickpockets, you know, they were kind of murderers. They were uh <laughs> kind of murderers. Kinda. Yeah, uh, a touch of murder. And uh they they came out of, you know, all the other Irish gangs as they kind of faded. That's the thing that happens that's so interesting about this kind of history of these New York gangs is that you know the Roach Guards become the Dead Rabbits mm -hmm. who then might become the Wyos, like nothing ever ends, you know. And uh they um they kind of started out, at, at, you know, in, in just uh, like a churchyard in saloons and uh, the the morgue, obviously. And the morgue was was a place where there could be hour long gunfights. Like what? <laughs> well, well probably, they, you know, they probably got four shots. Yeah, off yeah, they didn't ever. Yeah, and um, they were they were really powerful. Other gangs would ask permission to uh, to operate, and uh, they. Uh, they had, uh, yeah, they had Klops Connolly too. Uh, Klops? Oh Klops. no, no, that's 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 Slops Connolly. Um, there was also Hoggy Walsh. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a pig. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they would do like you know, uh, you know, having a pair of pistols on them, that kind of like look. Uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, they had this this. Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry. The uh, a, 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 a saying that that was like a guy ain't tough until he's knocked his man out. 
I don't even know what the fuck that means. Uh, it's a commercial for like uh, some sort of undergarment. Yeah, you got to knock your man out. It's part of the jerk out. $9. Yeah, the jack out. A lot of them, you know, end up obviously getting imprisoned, murdered, whatever, and they start fading out with the Monk Eastman gang, which was the um, <laughs> Monk Eastman. Uh, that's, a, the, that's a jazz trio. The the most famous uh, Jewish gang uh, in the city. Uh, the Monk Eastman. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the Bowery to see the Monk Eastman gang. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's with him tonight. <laughs> Uh, the last, the last great battle they had was between Denver Hop and English Charlie, <laughs> after, uh, fighting over the share of a robbery, and they begin shooting at each other, and 20 other members get involved, and, uh, the, the morgue's owner had, <laughs> the morgue's owner had said, nobody got hurt because they were drinking his liquor. Ah, yes. And it would fucks you up so bad. And it was silly like it was silly to think that they could have shot each other because <laughs> this shit was so poisonous. <laughs> and uh, Monk Eastman is the one who broke them up. Matt, what I really want to tell you about is the Midnight Terrors. Well, uh, hold on. Let's take a quick little break first. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to get into uh, this Midnight Terrors. Uh, this, is, this is a really fun one. And uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Hey, all right. So a lot of what I'm talking about uh, as far as uh, the the district of, you know, the five points and stuff like that is just kind of down here on Manhattan Island. This is like Lower East Side, Chinatown, Financial District. It's all happening like kind of right down there. And so you have a lot of like docks too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like there's there's some gangs are just like kind of like dock pirates, mm-hmm. you know, Um and then there's like, you know, the Bowery Boys have the Bowery and the Five Points is like, you know, being kind of fought over, but it's pretty much dead rabbits and stuff. In the first ward, there was this Midnight Terrors gang. And these guys, they were uh, they were named as such because they did these late night muggings and shit. And uh, they kind of were like in on spending their money on like whatever was like the newest trend. So when baseball comes around, Ooh. they decide we're going to start a team. Oh, God. And the gang starts a team, but they're like, oh, we got to get equipment. We got to get uniforms. And so they just, like, robbed until they could afford all that shit from people on the street. Uh And then they put together this baseball team, and then they're, like, fucking shaving spikes and biting and shoving and shit, like, while they're playing. Like, uh, it brought them, like, out of their own neighborhood, though. So the cops were, like, happy to, like, leave them alone. And then it's like, now they're fucking, like, coming out. You know, and uh, the cops are like, oh, these guys are a fucking problem. Because while they would play, they would rob the spectators. The people in the stands would be getting robbed by Midnight Terrors watching the Midnight Terrors play baseball. What? <laughs> That's a good move. Dude. You have a captive audience. Yeah, so by the end of like the 1890s, they were pretty much fucking... Uh, I, I had 30 stolen bases, <laughs> four stolen watches, a couple of purses. Yeah, they... Uh, they... Uh, they just kind of faded out in the 1890s. The cops like were like, we gotta fucking put a stop to these fucking assholes. Uh, in uh, the Lower East Side, the Crazy Butch Gang... Uh, was led by Crazy Butch. One time, Crazy Butch um, was like, uh, how, how, how fucking safe is our hideout? 
So he fucking, he, he like bursts into his own hideout yeah. with his own guys like shooting guns. And one of the dudes was so fucking shocked he fell out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like from like the third floor or something, you know? Random quality in- in- inspection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that CBS show with the boss. Crazy Butch. <laughs> undercover. Undercover Butch. <laughs> undercover Butch. <laughs> Gang boss. Yeah. Undercover Butch. <laughs> he, uh, He's Simon Ehrenstoft, a crazy butch. He was orphaned at eight, abandoned by his parents in Manhattan. And um, he just started pickpocketing, and uh, he got a dog named it Rabbi. And he trained the dog to snatch purses. Wow. The dog would grab your purse, run around the corner, hand it over to Butch. Fucking amazing. Uh, they had this, this gimmick where they would... Um, they would have somebody ride a bike into, like, an old lady or something. And... Have it like become like a shouting match, and then like have like all these spectators gather and then pickpocket the, pickpocket the spectators. That's Brilliant. very smart. Yeah. Um, and then they would go back to the, the headquarters and fucking uh, and divide up all the shit. A lot of these guys ended up uh, getting incorporated into Monk Eastman's uh, gang. Uh, I mean, it sounds like they were mainly Jewish kids. Uh, Crazy Butch was killed by Harry the Soldier in a gunfight. Uh, <laughs> over a female shoplifter known as Darby the Kid. Hmm. What? I love it. These yeah. names are... It's totally fucking crazy. Darby the Kid. Yeah. Probably, uh, Best you know, shoplifter yeah, in the Small fight. hands. And that ended, that ended the fucking, the crazy butch gang, right? A lot of times, you know, this leader gets killed and, like, it really is just like a... Who do we follow next? Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. It was like it was crazy. Are you our boss now? <laughs> uh, th- this is a fun, you know, the molasses gang. Oh, they move slow. <laughs> Sticky fingers. Yeah. They didn't move. Uh, this, yeah. this was the this no was idea. the gimmick yeah, of, 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 of the molasses gang. Uh, this, this is, is comic book. They would central. This, this is this is. They have a gimmick. Yeah. They would comic. drown people in Boston. Uh no no uh but they were Irish. Bill Morgan, Blind Mahoney, and Jimmy Dunnigan. Dunnigan was uh, the main the main dude, and they were around New York in the eighteen seventies, and they were kind of like you know. Um, Guys that would sneak money out of the till, like, all that kind of shit. And then they got this thing going where they would walk in arguing with each other. And they'd be like, no way, you're out of your mind, fuck you. And then they'd be like, all right, let's ask this guy to the shopkeeper. And they go, they take off one of their hats and they go, how much molasses do you think this thing can hold? <laughs> and, and the fucking guy's like, well, what's in it for me? And they're like, we'll give you fucking ten bucks or whatever. Hat of molasses, you win. And then they fill up the fucking hat and their fucking one guy's going, oh, no way. Oh, like he's losing the bet or whatever. And then Dunnigan would just take the fucking hat, slap it on the shopkeeper's head, and rob all the money out of the till as the molasses is coming down his fucking face. That's brilliant. That is fucking... <laughs> you can't do that with anything else. You can't do that with, with Cracker Jacks. You really can't. You really can't. Um, <laughs> so did 19... Now you're saying you were robbed? What sort of weapon did the assailant <sighs> use? Black strap Slapped molasses. Slapped molasses all over my fucking head. <laughs> the assailant was strapped. Black strap. <laughs> um, the youngest gang leader was a guy named Little Mike. Oh, how big was he? Uh, I mean, he was um, he was a little Irish kid in the in the 1870s. Also, 19th Street Gang was the one he ran. And they were little pickpockets and muggers and, you know, again, like, sneaky thieves, like, taking money out of the till, that type of shit. And 
Uh, it was called Poverty Lane from 19th Street to 34th Street, and that's where they were uh, they were robbing people, uh, the the elderly, children, uh, women. Um, and to be in the gang, you had to be Irish Catholic. And one of their main things they would do was break the windows of Protestant schools. And Mike would be like, Go to hell, you all the Protestants! <laughs> right? And they, they as, as horribly ruthless as, as they were, um... He was so he was so into being Catholic. Um, if he thought you were Catholic, he, he'd ask you to to recite psalms and give your baptism name, what your local church was, and then he wouldn't rob you. Well, it's important to have scruples. <laughs> Purity test. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> this is this is a this is a really fun one. Is the uh, the tub of blood bunch? Show me the a penis. tub of blood bunch. bunch. They're called a bunch. Well, see, and the blood doesn't, it pours down the head too quickly. It's not molasses. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Blood is thicker than water. Aaron, these guys hung out at this place called the Tub of Blood. Oh, that makes That's sense. That's what it's called. It's not the morgue, though. The morgue no. is a different. Right. The morgue is another place. And there's also another gang in, Bal- it... in Baltimore called the Blood Tubs. So I don't know what the fuck. The Blood I mean, Tubs? Well, it... well, those guys would dunk your head into a tub of blood at a slaughterhouse to intimidate you into voting the way you they wanted you oh, to. Oh, well, just stay away from slaughterhouses then. I guess. Oh, they, would, they would take you there. Um, the tub Where of, we go in this the tub of blood bunch were around the the late 1860s, and they were just like fucking uh, the, the, the like the, the shitheads that were left over from like a police cleanup of the Fourth Ward after the uh, Civil War, and these guys were Skinner Meehan, Dutch Hen, Jack Cody, Sweeney the Boy, <laughs> Brian Baru, Hopalong Peter. Oh, he's a follower. Uh... Sam Speed. <laughs> and they were like, eat, 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 Sam Speed, <laughs> Trevor Man Mac. Uh, <laughs> oh, Trevor Man Mac. Um, they were along the East River waterfront, you know, so like kind of where I was showing you on the map. Uh, they were one of these, these, uh, these kind of dockside, but they were mainly into just getting pedestrians for just clothes because these guys were homeless, like guys that they lived in the fucking. In the backyard of a marble cutter, they didn't even sleep in a bed. Well, marble's not uh, notoriously not sleepable. Yeah, uh, and and they they would wear the same clothes day in and day out until they just like were falling off their bodies, and then they'd go rob your clothes off you in the street. Oh, they probably smelled like shit, dude. <laughs> you smell like shit. <laughs> your clothes are falling off your body. <laughs> and uh, and then they would just yeah start the whole process again of just like living like a fucking pig yeah. and and uh, well that's how you keep track of time you don't need a calendar <laughs> yeah exactly what day is it uh, <laughs> half past my shirt falling off <laughs> nerdy magazine day uh, and um, the all the rest of the guys like I mean they don't know what happened to all of them obviously uh, but two of them one hop along Peter he was often hired by gangsters from other gangs. To operate as a lookout while they were doing jobs like a robbery or a burglary or something because he had an insane hatred of the police so much so that if he just saw one he just run at them and start beating the fuck out of them so <laughs> it's a canary to coal mine. so whatever you're doing you're gonna get away with because this guy's beating the <laughs> shit out of the cops and he's signaling to you that the cops are there and uh, they could escape and uh, he was he was a feared fighter of the police on the east side for two decades <laughs> 
<laughs> the good old days when you could just have a fist fight with the cops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, boxing was legalized by this point. These guys should have found some... Uh... Brian Baru... <laughs> Brian, Brian Baru fell asleep outside the tub of blood. Sleeps in a fucking marble. So, you know, the yeah. street's fine. You can, you can, yeah, anywhere. The street is good for you. Yeah. And somebody must have come along and been like, oh, fuck, we can get him right now. And they killed him. And when they found him, he was half eaten by dock rats. Oh. The dock rats had eaten... Half of him. That's disgusting. Which half? Oh, uh, <laughs> probably started with the balls. <laughs> and that's balls. where I would anyway. Um, oh God. Oh, sorry, man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, a... saved, I saved the best for last. <laughs> there was also these guys called the Swamp Angels. <laughs> swamp Angels. Uh, and uh, swamp angels, <laughs> yeah, swamp angels, and they were a, they, they were a waterfront gang, and uh, they were in like the 1850s post Civil War, and they hung out at a uh, a place called Gotham Court on Cherry Street in Lower Manhattan, which gave them access to the sewers under Cherry Street. Oh, amazing! And so they would they would get through the sewers and go to the dockyards, yeah, and you, see yeah. all this shit, and they would <laughs> come back up. Uh, and this, this fucking thing, like, like one out of two babies died in like the place where they got into the sewers because of just like, it was just terrible. All the gas, horrible shit coming up from the sewer. And, um, the cops were desperate to get these guys because they were robbing the living fuck out of, of the, the dockyards. Mm. And, uh, they had to send cops into the sewers after them. Right? You love that, Aaron. Piss, shit, every, everything you love. Fugitive. Yeah, cops covered in it. Yeah. <laughs> and they would, uh, there would be regular battles in the sewers between cops and gang members. Regularly. In, All the time. In the shit. In the shit. Fighting in shit. And uh, they had to basically get out of the sewers because the cops were patrolling the sewers. Um, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you make a cop do that, he's gonna, he's not gonna treat you nicely. But, like, when it first started, it was like, rob the dockyards, back through the sewers, hours would pass, and yeah. you would already have the shit sold. Yeah. And, I mean, everything comes in by ship then. These guys yeah. were, these guys were going through hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise yeah. in that time's money. Yeah. Right? So um, he's pulling a pallet through the, the sewers. Yeah, and they were, they were, um, they were eventually... Uh, incorporated into the White Hand Gang, which was the Irish response to the Italian Black, Black Hand. Hand. Yeah, because there was now at that time, you know, it's funny. Like the nativists are fighting the Irish, right? And the Irish are like, "Hey, who the fuck are all these Italians out of nowhere? Yeah, let's fight these fucking yeah. wops." So it's like, it's like you know, it's it's really funny how call back to the Joseph Petrosino exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. What other episode was that in? That was in. Um, that was like added on to, I believe, the Freak of the Teak episode. Oh, right, right, right. And so there's, uh, the other Dockside gang was the Daybreak Boys, and they're mentioned in gangs in New York when they're going to rob one of the ships, do you remember? And then they find out, like, the, the patrolman on the ship is, like, his throat's already slit or he's yeah. shot or something. Uh, and it's supposed to be, like, the Daybreak Boys had already been there, mm -hmm. right? No, they, they get up early. They do. Yeah. It's Daybreak, yeah. yeah. Well, and they, so it's late in the 1840s. They were all teenagers. Wow. They were all dead by 21. The whole gang. There's six well, of them. No wonder they were all teenagers in the gang. And <laughs> they they took um in two years two hundred grand worth of shit. Jesus Christ. Six, in that time's money. Six guys. <clears throat> and um to get in, you had to already have killed one person. Huh. Hmm. You already gotta have the stain of murder on your soul. Rules are rules. As a child. Um 
they said maybe some people were as young as 12, but there's like you know, high fucking exaggeration. So you had um, Nicol- Nicholas Saul. Uh, you had uh, Bill Howlett. Uh, Patsy the Barber. <laughs> Cow legged Sam McCarthy. Oh, Cow legged. Oh man. Slobbery Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no. And finally, Sal Madden. Sal. Sal, Sal Madden. No, it was a guy. And uh, they would just—they were known for just like fucking totally unprovoked murder. Jesus. Yeah, and you know, obviously sabotaging ships, uh, and, and theft. But like, regardless of value, they were just fucking shit up all the time. And uh, there was all along the waterfront as well, and obviously, and they were, um, the police The police were, you know, forced to be like, a lot of times the cops would be like, go fuck up the Five Points or the Bowery yeah, or do whatever you want, but like, you can't take the city of Manhattan's imported goods, you know? Um, they were killed uh, uh, in several gunfights in 1858. By the end of 59, uh, they, were, they were pretty much broken up. Uh, but the ones that left over were became prominent criminals uh, because they were just tried and tested, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the one guy I, I I had to to look up was Slobbery Jim, of course. Uh, and he he was uh, the leader of the Daybreak Boys, and it was um it was uh, Bill Lowry and him basically leading the gang. And they started after they failed to raid the brig called the William Watson. And uh, he had to get out of New York for killing another Daybreak boy, Patsy the Barber. Well, they go to the... Oh, the gang was after. The two of them had robbed and murdered a new German immigrant. And then they got into a fight at a bar called the Hole in the Wall over splitting up the 12 cents. That they got from robbing and killing this man. How much was the beer there? Probably a They have $200,000. Like, what are well, you doing? Well, no, they, they, they stole $200,000 worth of Over stuff. Over the course of years, yeah. Right. But 12 cents, Slobbery Jim maintained in the argument, which they have a record of, yeah, he's, he's that he wanted most of the 12 cents because he had thrown the guy into the river, the poor German dead bastard. And Patsy the Barber countered that he wanted an equal share because he bludgeoned the guy in the first place. Chicken or the egg. Slobbery Jim tries to bite Patsy's nose off. Patsy tries to cut Slobbery Jim's throat. And they have this huge long fight. And Jim cuts Patsy's throat before stomping him to death with hobnail boots. Oh my god. Guys, guys, there's no fighting in the hole in the wall. So all of a sudden, there's now only four people yeah. in the gang? Yeah. Dude. <sighs> the 40 Thieves, named after Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Mm, that's very good. Uh, they were formed in 1825 and uh, supposed to be the first and oldest New York gang. Uh, they were mainly Irish guys, <laughs> Irish first, Americans. If they're first, they should be oldest. Uh, they, I guess, well, they lasted, yes, yes, you know okay, what I mean? Yes, because a lot yes, of these yes, guys would yes. break up sometimes, sure. uh, you know, like bands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, they were, uh, they were started in London and then they emigrated here. Were they emigrated or were they shipped from jail? Uh, I, I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> they, uh, there was also an all female, uh, crime gang cool. in, in London called the 40, uh, the 40 Thieves. And then there was a the, they later changed the name to the Forty Elephants, hmm. and there was also a gang in Philly called the Forty Thieves, um, and the Carrionians, another early eighteen hundreds Irish gang. Uh, they were formed the same year. 
Um, and they were they were they were from the Lower East Side, and they had 500 members all operating what? out of a grocery. A uh, grocery? Uh, a grocery store, a uh, green grocer, and it was... Uh, oh, green grocery. Edward Coleman was the leader, and his wife was beautiful, and she sold steamed corn on the street. Mm. Um, hey, all right. When she brought home less money than Coleman expected, he murdered her and gained further renown. Renown? Yeah, and he was uh, hung in Tombs Prison. Was he the one that was hung, or a lot of people were hung down there? Uh, hanged, excuse me. Uh, and uh, there was another guy... Who was in the in the Forty Thieves? That was a, a fucking um, excuse me. This guy was actually a slaughterhouse guy. He was a professional bloodsucker. Oh, so a half doctor. He would go to boxing matches. Oh, and his job was to suck the blood from the fighters' wounds. Oh uh, yeah, you with do his that mouth. At, yeah, yeah. You do that enough, you know, the blood stops. It's the beauty of it. Oh, God. That is fucking crazy, dude. Did they say what he did with the blood? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> did he keep it? How is that your job? <laughs> you know, you work your way up to it's boxer. A living. <laughs> <laughs> if I do this enough, I can fight. The um, yeah, the forty thieves. Uh, they um, they were so they were five points as well, but early um, earlier, right? And um, there was there was just fucking all the you gotta you gotta imagine here. You gotta, you gotta imagine. There's 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 just mosquitoes. And and uh, disease. Dead horses in uh, the streets. People people would. Die in the streets yeah, and, and just be stepped over and by rats. Um, half eaten. The um, the things that they say about this this area, Aaron, and 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 the fights in in the New York Times in 1857 they reported brickbats, stones, and clubs were flying thickly around from the windows in all directions, and men ran wildly about brandishing firearms. Wounded men lay on the sidewalks and were trampled upon. The rabbits would make a rush at the Bowery Boys and force them up to, to the Bowery. The Bowery Boys would get uh, uh, reinforcements and, and, and fight them back to Mulberry Street, and on and on and on. And it, the New York Tribune in 1850 said, it's no unusual thing in the, in the Five Points for a mother and her two or three daughters all of them prostitutes, of course. Of course. To receive their men at the same time in the same room. Oh. Yeah, there's not a lot of room back then. <laughs> Rooms at a premium. Uh, the missionary to the Five Points, Louis uh, Peace, uh, said, Every house was a brothel, and every brothel was a hell. Oh. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and yeah, so Paradise Square, where a lot of these fights happened, is like now exactly the seat of the New York City Supreme Court. And... Um, Poetic. Yeah. Dickens had a... Um, you took a tour? He had he had this to say, Aaron, and I would like you to read it... Oh, yeah. ...as um, our favorite. Mike Tyson? No. <laughs> Herzog. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do that. Okay. Anyone want a beer? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we... Uh, I'll, have a, I'll have one beer. I'm good. Uh, so this is this is him talking about this is Charles Dickens Charles talking Dickens. about this uh, area and you are reading it as Herzog Werner yeah. yes Werner Herzog a wonderful director and you know um, great critic of everything <laughs> um, Mandalorian on Disney Plus now see it yeah check it out um, I uh, I I think it, it immediately popped in my head when I started reading this shit. Uh, oh, because it's such a because a, it's such a, an scathing a, 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 a scathing indictment of yes. of of uh, a location, 
and um, very hurt. But by, by virtue of that, also humanity, right? Uh, for allowing it, it to happen. happen. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, would you mind passing that to Aaron? And Aaron, just go ahead and yeah, and keep mm. scrolling down and uh, and reading. So I'm starting with what place is this? Mm -hmm. What place is this to which the squalid streets conduct us? A kind of square of leprous houses, some of which are attainable only by crazy wooden stairs without. What lies behind this tottering flight of steps? Let us go on again and plunge into the five points. This is the place, these narrow ways diverging to the right and left and reeking everywhere with dirt and filth. <laughs> Such lives are led here, bear the same fruit as elsewhere. The coarse and bloated faces at the doors have counterparts at home and all the world over. Debauchery has made the very houses prematurely old. <laughs> That's very See how the rotten beams are tumbling down. See. See. <laughs> and how the patched and broken windows seem to scowl dimly like eyes uh. that have been burnt. <laughs> like eyes that have been hurt in drunken forays. <laughs> <laughs> they have seen some shit. Many of these pigs live here. <laughs> Do they ever wonder why their masters walk upright instead of going on all fours and why they talk instead of grunting? Are you, can you fucking believe he said this shit? <laughs> that Do the Charles... pigs wonder, how are these pigs upright? Yeah, yeah. how are these pigs? Oh! What was this in? This is, this is, uh, oh, this um, is Dickens. This is Dickens, yeah. yeah. In uh, his book, American Notes for General Circulation. And, uh, that's, that's uh, there might be some more that's down there. Just check. See if it continues. Dickens had an understanding um, of poverty. If the text changes back, it's, if it's not bold anymore, yeah. then okay. That's fucking brilliant. Wow, that's a big yikes. It's, huh? it's, yeah, it's just like it's really good to get you know the idea of what's going on uh, here and, and just the, the desperation that leads... To those things like the riots and stuff like that. Again, the, the movie is very good about showing that kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and the political corruption, too. The, the movie does a really good job of. Yeah, yeah, the political corruption. I mean, and then almost by virtue of that, would you not think that, like, if you, if you know that every single thing is corrupt, it's just easier to let everything go to fucking hell? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, the broken windows theory. Yeah. Is that fuck? It's already fucked up. What's what's one more? And, drop? and there's I mean, nothing in place to change it. I think that theory has largely um, been debunked. Yeah, but, but we can still talk about the it. idea. I mean, I understand <laughs> the idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, if everything is corrupt, then everything is corrupt. Yeah. So what the what are you holding on to? Yeah. Yeah. They um. Squalid beams rotting away. <laughs> I mean, there is a, there is a thing that if you know if, if someone there. And again, I'm just pulling this out of my ass. But if some if someone throws trash in an area, then that area builds up with trash. Uh, I think that's exactly how it happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, and if there's a stink, put a lid on it. But if the stink is everywhere, you can, what, what kind of lid? <laughs> <laughs> no. What if the pink is everywhere? <laughs> the pink? Oh, instead of the stink. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's, 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 <laughs> that's pretty, exactly what I'm talking that, that's about. That's pretty good, John. You went one area to the next. The uh, the 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 plug the plug uglies. <laughs> the plug. The plug. They uglies. they were called that because of the hats, which were you know another top hat. But what made these distinct was that um, also five points. Um, kind of more. 
actually fucking they were in 1825 till the fucking uh, turn of the century. Hmm. I gotta look up why everybody had top hats then. They these guys would stuff the hats with wool and leather and pull it down over their ears so they could take hits better. That makes sense. It's, mm. Yeah, like a knight's armor. And uh, also being called a plug ugly kind of meant you were like a badass bastard. You know what I mean? Um, and they they would they would have like a, a a bludgeoning stick in one hand and a brick in the other. That was like their thing. They all did that. Well, yeah. So uh, medium and uh, close combat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Smart hobnailed yeah. boots, dual, dual wielding p- pistol in the belt. Um, yeah, and uh, they all had to be over six feet. Hmm. They all had to be of like an intimidating size. Makes sense. Sure. Rules are rules. Can't teach height. No, <laughs> that's right. You can't. They, by virtue of that, they were just scarier. Yeah. You know, it was like oh, optics, God. baby. Optics. Yeah, and totally. It's uh, you know, the the Halloween cat thing. You know, they turn to the side and. Boost their oh, back yeah. up to look bigger than they are. Right. Um, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> they had over 1,200 members. Wow, all over six feet, huh? Yeah, it's a lot of fucking hats. Mm, and boots. <laughs> yeah, and pistols. <laughs> uh, they uh, they kind of um, faded out when... Uh, because like around the turn of the century, then the, the, the scams get kind of more thought out. Uh and they were uh they were in Baltimore too. Some of these some of these would be in in two cities, you know. And um they uh, were allied with the uh the know nothings and um they were in uh involved in the no nothing riot. Um oh no, excuse me, no. They were they were against the know nothings. The Bowery boys were and they allied themselves they were for something. Allied themselves with the dead rabbits. Uh and they uh they were they came out of another fire department in Baltimore and uh they uh they used to do also do the 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 fucking political shit, forcing people to the polls, um, beating people in off the street, making them vote the way they wanted. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, rioting around elections to make things inconvenient for voters, uh, and they uh, they got into like national papers over their rioting. It was so bad, mm. and uh, they had uh, assassinated uh, and um, just murdered a ton of people, um, and they. Uh, they kind of were, uh, you know, more into, like, politics and stuff and kind of faded out that way. Uh, they were also involved in the draft riots in New York. Uh, they were in fucking... Uh, they had Bloody Tubs members involved in Baltimore in their rioting. And the the Shoykill Rangers. Schoolkill? Schoolkill. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Schoolkill? Mm-hmm. With a Y? Mm-hmm. Hmm. They, uh... They, uh, they, they, they show up in gangs in New York. They're represented there. The slaughterhouses, I think, get a shout-out in gangs in New York. Um, one that doesn't uh, even pop up on Wikipedia that I read about is the Car Barn Gang. The Car Barn Gang, uh, they, they put on a lamppost. Cops keep out. <laughs> no policeman will hereafter be allowed on this block by the order of the Car Barn Gang. Car Barn, spelled like it yeah, sounds. Car Barn Gang, and it was from the Car Barn District in New York, which is from 90th Street to 100th, uh, from Third Avenue uh, to the river, and they had horse-drawn kind of like buses, and they had trolleys and stuff, and these guys were all fucking pieces of shit, low lifes, <laughs> uh, just fucking drunks, and uh, they were just 
do-nothing shitheads, you know? And uh, there's one guy named Big Bill Lingley that uh, kind of uh, led and united them. And he was kind of known as a burglar. And he had the bowler cap and the suspenders, very clockwork mm. orange. And he would uh, use a, um, a blackjack and a slingshot. <sighs> Right? You know what those are? I know what a blackjack is. Blackjack, yeah. a slingshot is like the same thing, but like with like a rope. Oh, okay. It's yeah. almost like a nunchuck. Well, it's half a nunchuck. Yeah, it's like a, okay. a, another heavy thing that a you can swing. with the rope, yeah. Uh, so there's yes, one, yes, one of these yes, in yes, each like hand. Like a Captain America style. Yeah. And he would, he would go after cops or just regular fucking citizens. And beat the living fuck out of them, right? And he put that sign up, and the cops were like, I don't fucking think so, pal. When they saw that. And man, they fucking, the next time they patrolled there, they fucking found out. They fucking, they, four of them were stabbed and two of them had their fucking skulls fractured. They just went after the cops. The police had to patrol it in groups of five. And they still would go after them. And, um... <laughs> Why even patrol it then? Big Bill Lingley, uh, one time sees, uh, this kid hanging around the docks. And he starts calling him, uh, a kid. His name is, uh, Freddie Mufelt. <laughs> And and he was like 17 and like from like a nice family and his mom wanted him to be a priest and he just started uh, idolizing Big Bill and hanging around with him and Big Bill really liked him and kind of that like father son way they show in gangs in New York, you know, and um, he uh, he now like is like, all right, let's kind of do more with this fucking gang thing and like talks it out with the kid and the kid like becomes like his like little number two, just like in gangs in New York. And um, they started going after trolley cars. Like, the Wild West would go after stagecoaches. Mm -hmm. They would rob a New York... Everybody on a stage uh, on a trolley would get robbed. Public transport. Fucking completely insane. Uh, and then they would, they would uh, go up and start... Uh, Robbing saloons all the way all the way to the fucking Bronx and They uh would walk in fucking The kid would jump over the bar and uh big bill and the rest of the game would kind of like make sure nobody was a fucking hero Right and um, if the fucking bartender heads it down and handing over the money he would immediately crack a bottle over his head and uh, The cops would try to stop them uh, attacking like in droves and uh, <laughs> they, they couldn't stop them just couldn't, couldn't. And um, one day, Bill and the kid kill a bartender that won't hand over the money fast. And the cops uh, actually get to arrest them. And 1917, him and the kid together went to the chair. Shit. And that ended the, the car barn gang. Um... Jesus, I want, that I want, lasted a lot longer than I thought it. I thought it would. I didn't realize it went to 1917. There's, there's only one uh, gang that's not from New York that I want to tell you about because it's it's just so completely insane. It's New Orleans gang from the 1870s and 80s, and it was made up. It was called the Yellow Henry Gang because Henry had malaria. He was diagnosed with malaria, and so you know, the liver went to work. He, uh, or did because of the diagnosis, he resolves to become. A psychopath. <laughs> well, I've got my excuse now. Yeah, yeah. He's been waiting. He's been yeah. waiting for this. And he's just like, I got nothing to lose. And he becomes one of the most psycho criminals in New Orleans. And um, and it, it, did he did he get jaundiced? Is that yeah? He looks yellow. So it's that yellow bastard from fucking right. Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Smells like shit. Yeah, and he's. Wait, what's his name again? 
uh, uh, Yellow Henry. Um, Yellow Henry. Yellow Henry. And um, there's no real name provided. That's all you need, I guess. Uh, and they, they, because he was such a savage, he attracted other savages. Right. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's like fucking, uh, you know, r- rapists, uh, murderers. Uh, and they were just total pieces of shit. There was a lot of uh, uh, guys like Crooked, Crooked Neck Delaney, uh, Joseph Martin. They were expert garroters. Garroting is, you know, when you, with the you get piano cut, wire. Yeah, the piano wire way of uh, strangulation. Uh, and um, the, they had other guys like uh, Prussian Charlie Mater. Um, Prussian. Frank Lyons. Uh, Frank Lyons was a renowned cop killer. Huh. <laughs> but now but, you say. There was two brothers named Red and Blue Haley. Hmm. All these motherfuckers were in it. And it's, uh, so one of them was actually named Red, the other one uh, they had to swing, distinguish. Or unless it was the opposite of Jaundice. How did he turn blue? I don't know. Uh, yeah. so those Appalachian yeah. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Charlie Mater, uh Prussian Charlie, would would wear a mask and a fake beard whenever he was he was uh doing jobs. <laughs> it's fun. Uh and wigs. <laughs> and uh Yellow Henry just kind of um, kept them all in line um, by also just planning great jobs. He did good burglaries and holdups and shit, extortion uh, schemes, and uh, they went after a, a sail maker, and they they were caught, and um, he was sent to a penitentiary, and just fucking died of malaria. Wow. Yeah, and uh, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Frank Lyons escaped uh, from prison, and then. Uh, the gang kind of got back together, and then they were fucking. Uh, they were. <laughs> they never got back together after that. Um, so then you're getting to the turn, right, of the century, right? And it's the Eastmans, like I said, beat out some of these other gangs. Um, you don't just have Italians coming in. There's also all these Jewish kids, right? And um, he, Monk Eastman, was just such a brave, bold uh, psycho <laughs> uh, that he um, he was just always. He, cauliflower ears, fucking fucked up nose. He carried around like a sawed off bat <laughs> and um, would just uh, clobber people like you keep notches on the bat. And um, oh boy. it was they're, they're considered the last uh, like a sawed off bat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just a, like making it more of a club. I mean, a bat's already a club. Yeah, uh, I mean, but you could you, choke up on it or go Ty Cobb like it, but why can, not just... You could jack out on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had 1,200 people uh, um, at their, at, their, at, at Monk's, uh, you know, uh, uh, whimsy, and um, the Italian gangs were kind of, um, the, the five-pointers uh, were kind of their main rivals, and they would have these huge street, street battles again, um, stabbings, you know, uh, just shootings, bludgeoning, bottles, hundreds would be injured. Um, he started at a, uh, a dance hall called the Irving, and he was known as just being the toughest bouncer there because it was such a fucking shithole. And, um, he would also just carry around a fucking beer bottle, and he never took off his brass knuckles. Oof. <laughs> and he was so well-known and good at fucking people up that Bellevue Hospital... Started calling the ward the Eastman Pavilion. Cool. <laughs> that's that's a that's a recognition. Huh? That's pretty impressive. And one time he he supposedly just like hit a guy because he wanted to make it a, a, an even fifty on his on his notches. Right? Guys doing nothing. Didn't do anything wrong. Because oh, uh, th- all of these guys are living in a video game. They're it, living in uh, GTA. Yeah. 
people people love this guy. They tried dressing like him and like imitating him and shit. And um, they were they, Tammany Hall loved these guys because they were great at fucking up uh, voters. Um, they would they, 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 they would blackjack voters before they got to the polls. Yeah, you know, um, Eastman. <laughs> Isn't that fucking mental, dude? Before they vote? Before before they got to the polls. Yeah, now we just take away that... Uh, we don't even let them get there. Um, they, so around this time, too, now, the gangs start getting into, like, you know, stuff like running, you know, more extortion. There's more prostitution stuff, right? <laughs> well, once you pass 18, you can't beat ass, like, as much as you used to. Right. Yeah, and you get those connections at Tammany Hall and stuff. Um, you know, more peddling opium. That was the thing, too, right? Yeah, once it's in. Uh, all, all the Eastman guys always had girls... Goys? Yeah, they were always like flashy and you know, um they uh they you know also got more into the pimp game too. Uh yes. they uh they would uh fight with the Yakey Yakes. <laughs> another gang. <laughs> Yakey Yakes. <laughs> um and they uh Kid Twist was another guy. <laughs> kid kid Twist. Twist, love that. He's my favorite already. That's the kid twi- what was it? What, what did okay I'm just going they uh the five pointers uh, and, and the Eastmans kind of started getting out too out of hand for Tammany Hall which they also kind of show in gangs in New York right remember like the, the, the guys just saying like hey man this is it can't be just like all out fucking anarchy right you know we have to look like we're actually in charge yeah shocker that the guys in these gangs uh, didn't have a second plan <laughs> yeah no so phase two to this if, if fucking monk Eastman just w- sees a drunk going down the street one day. He's in charge of this 1,200-strong gang, robs him, beats him, and he gets arrested because the guy walking down the street is a rich kid, and his dad has a private detective on him to, to make sure he doesn't get into trouble. Oh. And the, and the private detective calls the cops. They, they fucking they catch him right away. GPS before GPS. Oh. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous, dude. What? What fucking luck? And a lot of these guys um, would, would go on to... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you beat up that many people. Odds are you're going to beat up the wrong person at some point. But why are you even doing it? You fucking run the organization. He's, he's gotten away with it forever. Just loves fucking violence, He dude. wanted to get back to his roots. Yeah. Uh, they um, they then had leadership from Kid Twist. And, um, <laughs> Who is Kid and Twist? And Big Jack Zellig. And, uh, they, you know, uh, they kind of um, fizzled out early 1900s. Um... The Wee Boys Mob, Aaron. The Wee Boys Mob? Wee, wee, wee Boys? Wee Boys mm. Mob? Oh, that's my favorite rap groups. Wee Boys? I tell you about Wee Boys? No, I don't know nothing you don't about know the, 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 You don't know nothing about no, 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 no. Is that three, uh, three midgets uh, stacked in a trench coat, all with a uh, huge, giant, <sighs> uncut the, the, Aaron, 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 not, too, think, not, like, not too bad. Uh, they're nomenclatures, little person. They are three guys, and they are pr- pretending to be something they're not. You like that? Kind of like us us, being straight. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a ruse. (laughs) Wee boys? Ooh, wee boys. Uh, They would, these guys, my favorite thing is, is what they choose to target, which is major newspapers. (laughs) Oh. Fantastic. Um... Got so many of them. It is a scam. And these are trained journalists, investigators. Mm-hmm. Um, they would go up to the editor and they'd be like, hey, uh, sorry to tell you some bad news, but um, you know the Daily Sun over there? You know, uh, uh, fucking uh, 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 St- Stephen Long. 
he passed away and uh we boys are you know uh taking up a collection because you know he died with no money and and uh um, so he was a, he was a really phrase. good guy you know and they're like oh yeah and they're like you know we just want to make sure he gets a decent burial because you know he didn't have too much money at the end and they're like oh yeah no problem they fork over all this money and then um they're like yeah you know we want to make sure his wife and kids get taken care of and you know they fucking like give more money and everybody would throw in all this money at the newspaper <laughs> for this guy that died from another paper. And then the guys would leave, and they'd be like, who's Stephen Long anyway? And they'd be like, I don't know. I just fucking felt bad. Was it in the paper? Dude, nah, they, they did this to several that's, papers. That's beautiful. Huh? News didn't travel that fast those days. I, I, yeah, I guess. They, they, got, they got tons of newspapers with this scam. Huh? Ridiculous. I mean, do you think that just every other racket was taken and they're like, well, we're not going to beat any folks up. I, I don't know, man. So the, the final gang I, I want to talk about is the rivals to the Eastman's, the, the Five Points gang. And um, the reason why is they um, they take up a lot of the uh, the the remnants, right? They kind of lead it into the new century. And they, um, they have uh, just kind of everybody in it it's now it's now like that thing where it's going to become the future and uh they uh they just kind of take on everybody right so there's like there's a guy in there that's that's named Paul Kelly he adopted the name Paul Kelly i think because he was a he was a boxer but he's his name's Paolo uh, of what's his name his name is uh Paolo pa- Paolo, Paolo Valicelli Right, that's his real name. So he wait. So excuse he, me, Vacherelli. So he's Italian and he took an Irish name. Correct. And uh, all right, swings. He so swings. it's a uh, but you know pretty much one of the the the, the um the dominant uh, gang besides the Eastmans, and they uh they uh were kind of like you know fighting with the you know the 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 Wyos that who were replacing the Chichesters, <laughs> and uh, the the Eastmans and. Um, Eastman's also had some Irish guys in it too. This thing, like, these other, like, there's no big Irish gang anymore. It's all, it's now becoming all like Italians and Jews and stuff. And um, they're, uh, like I said, getting into more, you know, rackets, you know? And so they're. Kelly and like the guys that, that are like supporting them, they get into the whole Tammany Hall business and shit. And um, they. Uh, <laughs> one five pointer uh, shoots Monk Eastman. In, in the gut, and Eastman lives. Uh, the Eastmans kill a five-pointer. They're going back and forth. The feud escalates. Um, and this gang was the first to have Johnny Torrio, oh. Al Capone, and Lucky Luciano. Wait. All in this gang? All in the Five Points gang. Wait, wait. Capone was from New York? Capone was from New York and then went uh, to Chicago. Oh, okay. Him and Johnny Torrio both went yeah, to Chicago. Yeah, okay. Torrio too. Okay. And uh, so, I mean... To think this one gang <laughs> had the guy that ran Chicago. Two of them. And then Lucky Luciano goes to run the National Crime Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's the originator of the of, national Of mob. organized national crime yeah. in a corporate structure. Yeah. Um, and they just started as like these guys fucking throwing stones in New York, man. Just little kids, you know? And it has that thing where, like, you know, what the, this Jewish kid, one time he, Luciano saved my fucking ass from getting my ass beat, so now they're together, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Bugsy Siegel is then in. And, you know, Lansky is the one I'm saying. Um, Meyer Lansky. Meyer Lansky was, was uh, I think he was just getting held up by some other little youth, you know, gang, and uh, Luciano saved his ass, and then, like, they were like, 
thick as thieves ever since then. Mm-hmm. And then Meyer Lansky would go on to fucking, you know, die in nineteen eighty three, never doing a day in jail. And uh is totally uh, you know, the guy in Godfather Two doing all the shit in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Made fuckloads of money, right? Um and all these guys just started out of this five points gang. And uh Eastman uh and, and Kelly fought each other for two hours on an appointed day. Hundreds of men met at an abandoned house in the Bronx. Yeah, I know. Hundreds. Hey, guys, we're all going to meet in an abandoned house in the Bronx. Don't tell your wives. (laughs) Kelly, Eastman. Yeah, because Tammany Hall told these guys, Eastman and the Five Points leader, Kelly, we're not fucking protecting you anymore if you guys don't clean this shit up. Mm. We can't. It's bad for business, right? Mm -hmm. And you you have to resolve it. <laughs> and um it was kind of like over like the border of where the rackets and you know protection stopped, right? And uh it, it like kind of like you know the warning kind of worked first and then you know two months later it fell apart and um they asked these guys to just fight in a boxing match. <laughs> right? Like gentlemen. Yeah. It's he, sweet science. Yeah. Yeah. And no uh, gloves. Kelly uh had been a boxer, but Eastman was bigger and you know, you know what Eastman did. He beat the living reason. shit out of everybody all the time, and he fought like a motherfucker, just in the ferocious fashion. Uh, oh my god! And uh, <laughs> were there no rules? There's, it wasn't sanctioned, was it? Two hours later, neither man was knocked out, and uh, <laughs> not so ferocious. He, <laughs> no. he was just declared a draw. Who, and, know who was the ref? Yeah, did they have judges? The gang leaders turn around. Newspaper decision. Shit kicked out of each other. Turn around to these hundreds of guys and just go, we're still at war, boys. <laughs> Nothing was resolved. We're still working a few things out. Fucking uh, so Tammany Hall takes away their legal and political uh, help and protection. Um, uh, in 1904, Eastman uh, was, <laughs> was, was, you know, uh, beaten by that cop robbing that dude. Um, and uh, in the final years of, of the Five Points gang, uh, Paul Kelly uh, survived an attempt on his life being shot three times by two of his underlings. Oh, man. No, that's why they never got any further. Uh, yeah. This is why you're underlings. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys that shot him was Razor Riley. <laughs> well, these are more of a knife. Guy. And the other one was Biff Ellison. <laughs> oh, my God. Biff. That's never, there's never a good Biff. I, I think that might be the first Biff I've ever heard of in real life. Yeah. Um, Biff. It's a historical Biff. Yeah. It's the sound of someone in Batman. That's all <laughs> Biff is. Um, so, you know, after that, you know, he was kind of, like, more afraid, kept a lower profile, uh, stayed in just, like, union uh, scams and shit like that. Died of natural causes in 1936. Mm-hmm. Um, the mafia got more into the uh, the rackets and all the shit. They kind of picked up, you know. Uh, but this is still the, um, you know, the age of the dawn, which Luciano mm-hmm. would end. Um, and so all those guys got absorbed into, um, other kind of, uh, mafia, um, things or like, you know, Arnold Rothstein, kind of like the Jewish mafia with, you know, Murder Incorporated, et cetera. And then they set up all those guys, Lansky, fucking, uh, Luciano, they would all start the National Crime Syndicate, you know? So it's just, it's, it's so crazy how this, this one little area goes from just a dude with like a shitty little razor all the way to... I mean, I'm, building Vegas. Well, and and it goes from being this very um, race slash ethnicity slash religion divided uh, 
dynamic. Yeah. You know, we're the Protestants, you're a Catholic. To, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. Let's make money. Yeah. Right. Who's the who? Who can help me the most? Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's it it, it turns um honestly from uh, war to peace. Yeah. Most of, most of most of most of Luciano's thing was, man, I worked for this Don over here. I shot him. <laughs> I worked for this Don over here. We're doing the cops work for them. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's a. This is America. There's enough for everybody. Yeah. So. Let's get it. Let's just go get it and. No, no leaders. We're we're a boardroom, mm-hmm. and if you step out of line, then it's a problem, because you can't you can't try to be another Don again. Right, and the the problem with the Don is that Dons get whacked. Right, and then you gotta. You have a figurehead, but if you have a boardroom, it's like all right, well then. That's a hydra. Exactly. We all decided you're dead. Yeah. Right. Uh, like we all decided. If, if if the laws are broken, we have laws now. Yeah. Like, we're criminals and we have laws, and um, we're not animals. That's what that's what bu- happens to Bugsy Siegel. When Bugsy Siegel is is uh, is overstepping the boundaries of the syndicate in Las Vegas, he was murdered, and there was new management in the Flamingo in the same hour. It was just that much of a fucking apparatus, man. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, here you go, he's gone, and we're the new management, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, what? And they're like, yep. Just keep it seamless. Keep the money coming in, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it does. It it allows, you know, um, somebody like um, Hoffa, uh, not Hoffa, excuse me, uh, Hoover, to deny the existence of the mafia because right. they get much quieter. Because mm-hmm. it's not all this warring. Flashy, you versus yeah, it's 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 theater. Yeah, it's keep it low on the papers and collect the money from the union and collect the money from the prostitution and let's just keep money coming in and there doesn't need to be any bodies. Right. You're 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 reducing you're reducing. You're I mean it's it's an evolution of sorts. When you're a, when you're a lawyer, you don't put someone on the stand unless you know what they're going to say. Uh-huh. So you're not going to so at that point they're not going to kill someone unless they have a plan. Yeah. So you want you know, yeah. but we, we can't also, kill them until we have his replacement, of course. It's yeah. a, it's an evolution of a gang. So at first they're fighting over territory, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's all that's what's worth more than anything. Mhm. And then the next generation goes, well, we have the territory. What's next? And then eventually, yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years later, the territory is settled. All of the fights are now on another level, another Bureaucratic. level, another yeah. level, until it becomes it's financial. And- but as they, as they show in the movie pretty well, too, in Gangs of New York, they show that it's almost like a, a, like a, a, a calling to protect your people to join one of those gangs. Because you're getting shoved into the army. Mm-hmm. These other nativists are telling you you're a fucking Irish pig and go to hell. Right, and so you're kind of like, and we got to stick together, you know, and 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 fight for just the ability to make a living, you know, and uh, and that's like, you know, I think why it was kind of like tribal and stuff like that, and then yeah, it does go to you know somebody just being like one day like, let's just fucking keep the money coming in, yeah, you know, let's just stop all this fucking nonsense and just keep it coming in and shut the fuck up and you have this over here and that that. Was an order that lasted till the eighties. The National Crime Syndicate lasted that long. Like one time, they caught them all at a house in New York meeting. Hmm. You know, like it was it was really right. incredible shit. I mean, but they learned their lesson from a hundred years of yeah stupid fighting. Totally. What seriously? One hundred years of dumb ass gangland insanity. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I mean. Holy fucking shit. 
those guys, the women, in, in like, I mean, like, you could go on and on and on, like, about, like, some of these fucking characters, man. Yeah. You know, like, fucking... Uh, I mean, fi- you, filing your teeth down and then wearing the claws. Yeah. Oh, boy. Is that, you know, that's not just one afternoon, is it? Where no, you that's just a, go, it's you a know, lifestyle. It's a dedication. You know, I'm gonna... Uh, Thursday, I'm filing my teeth down. I can't I can't meet you. Yeah, you I'm can't gonna... just wipe off the spray paint like yeah. your sister night. This, yeah. <laughs> this is head-to-toe legit. <laughs> one of these guys... Put axe blades in his boots while fighting. I mean, you know, Bond villains do that all the in time. It's not a big deal. Like on the on the outside of his boots, to, oh. so for kicking you, he's kicking you with axe he blades. He can slice you and dice you like Ichi the Killer. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, Aaron. That's yeah. very very good. I mean, every every gang has their archetypes, you know. Right. You, know, you, is... you are a total chaos. <laughs> you are the greatest pervert. <laughs> John, out of all of this, do you have a favorite? Is there? Oh, the Wyos. The Wyos. The Wyos. I mean, they are just so fucking um, uh, sloppy. I mean, Slops Connolly. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Slops. Con- Slops Connolly. Uh, the Midnight Terrors baseball thing I really liked a lot. That is um, pretty cool. Very Warriors. Dorsey, that is very Warriors. Yeah. Dorsey Doyle. Googie Corcoran. Googie. I didn't Babylon even know that was a real name. Uh, them having the list, I really enjoyed a lot with the price. The price list. Yes, yeah. I, that's right. Um, I, I, I think price lists are. Um, one of the best parts of this show, anytime we like bring out a price list. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When you brought up the price list for that um that New Zealand dominatrix. Yes, yes, yes. Uh was a great Patreon episode, folks. Yeah, check out check out I don't know what that was called, but we can't keep losing umpires like this. <laughs> we sim- we simply cannot keep losing umpires like this. Um a lot of this stuff was uh drawn from the old Wikipedia as well as um Donate now. <laughs> Joel Joel uh Joel Rose um wrote a lot of um the books. Is that in uh, the big book or something? It's in the big book of thugs from Factoid Press and it's also uh Co-authored by uh, David Bluestein and Gordon Purcell. Uh, let's see here: Kim Deitch, uh, Bill Alger, Randy DeBurke, Karen Platt, Roger Langridge, and James Romberger. Uh, excuse me: Kieran Dwyer, Gray Morrow, Fred Harper, and uh, yeah, just want to all at all. Yeah, that's from the Big Book of Thugs from Factoid Press and. Um, they uh, they don't capture all of them, but they get a lot of of uh, the big ones, and the other ones I just kind of uh, grabbed from uh, uh, Wikipedia. Like I said, I didn't even do all of them. In like that's like the slaughterhouses, the shirt tails, the Chichesters. Uh, <laughs> the Chichesters. It, yeah, um, but uh, the Chichesters. No, the Chichesters. I was just I love I love the abs- absurd cartoon level of violence. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's pre- preposterous. It is. Uh, they and uh, and the evolution of uh, organized crime from this. I mean, it sounds like hell. It really sounds like fucking hell. Yeah, real tribal shit. Yeah, to suits and ties. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I already live on a garbage dump, and then I gotta get stabbed, and everybody's sucking (laughs) shit. Yeah, (laughs) you smell like shit. Missing a leg. Yeah, uh, they um, they they uh, they just. I mean, they're they're drinking this fucking poison and and. uh, the rats and the filth, uh, and, and the just... The rats eat you. Mm-hmm. Eat them half, in, in, in a night, eat half a human body. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's like, been delicious. But, Pizza um, rat, body rat. Oh. I, uh, I was I was happy to share that with you, boys. Well, thank you, John. you shared it with us, John. You like really, that, That was John? really great. Really, very, very pulpy. Very, uh, 
comic book esque, and I and I love that. I, I I know, I know. It's very, um, very, very, very silly. It's it's a, it's such an interesting Dick uh, Tracy. swath, yeah, of people. I I said earlier, like, oh, well, boxing, but boxing wasn't legalized until like the early 1900s, and so you wonder what these people could have done if there was but there wasn't anything else the, the yeah. economy hadn't offered them yeah well they were some still sort of, boxing yeah just... they were fighting and boxing yeah, yeah the, the 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 length of the fights the day-long fights the hour-long shootouts the two-hour boxing match i mean like the length of of the violence is cartoonish yeah. absurd right um, but it, it, it was there. There was nothing else. You yeah. know, the, the uh, technology offers more job opportunities, and then later takes them away mm-hmm. as the technology gets better. But there's just there's just all these people there, and they're all yeah. told there's uh, there's nothing to do. Oh, they're uh, literally uh, fighting uh, for their walk lives up town. all day. <laughs> walk up town. You know, they don't you, know that. They I don't mean, know. Like, like, they're, get... they're born into this. It's like one of those things where it's like, you know... Um, I mean, they are a, they're a minority of all the people that were in New York. Yeah, and also the thing is that, like, you look like shit. You smell like shit. Right. Um, you know, maybe some of these some of these groups that got, like, a big score could like afford hats, some nice yeah. clothes or something. But, you know, otherwise, uptown ain't having you, you know? Not when you smell like that. No, no. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's such an interesting slice of, of time in, in this country, like... Just really shows that everybody shows up and it's just like, get money. Whether you're a politician or fucking a crooked cop mm-hmm. or, or you know, just some fucking poor slob off the boat. Just get money. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was the Wild West on the East Coast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, no rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think, that, I don't want to keep going on it, but like, you know, it's one of these, like, anytime there's new land or new territory to be conquered it's kind of like all right sort it out well yeah. I, I mean, as we keep discovering every time there's new opportunities the the weirdos and they get there first yeah because yeah. you have to be mm-hmm. to, to take well, that risk wherever you are is saturated yeah with with probably uh legal stuff and normal shit yeah, yeah. and lazy and safe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no eggs, and no <laughs> eggs. <laughs> i mean the guys with jobs the, the blood sucker huh uh-huh. yeah Oh, I have a job. What do you do? I suck blood. I, oh. I moved to America and I got a really good job. I suck blood out of injured boxers. Yeah, what? Cool, man. I work both sides, though. How so. does that pay? What's the rate on a blood suck? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I usually pay them, you know, about <laughs> uh, 50 cents a quart. I, I, give, I give the boxers whatever they ask. These two shitheads fighting over 12 cents? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're just making awful them, people. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, like, it, it, well, it, losing. And, and like, losing. yeah, just... Um, Spending. I think that's part of it, too, is like the, the fucking... The sewer fucking rats? Mm. And those ones make the most money? Well, they do the... These other fucking shitheads fucking, you know, stabbing each other, fucking pikes and fucking getting clobbered with, with, with slung shots. And, 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 and these guys in the shit get the most loot? <laughs> like that is wild, dude. That is out of hand. If you can process feces, you're the daybreak boys, and they're the worst psychos. Yeah, the, the like, ugh. Patsy the barber. What? It means he scalps people. God. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's this, that's the the Gotham gangs. Jesus that was Christ, a yeah, really really amazing. nice uh, 
You like that sort of thing? Nice, yeah. Nice old it's a little tapestry. Uh, yeah, 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 wonderful. Yeah. You weaved it together. Thank you. Thank you. The future to... I think, Aaron, uh, you also pointed out that, uh, or was it you pointed no, out Aaron this? Aaron pointed that. The, oh, the three, right? three lines of chop is probably what the, yeah, I think those the three... I, 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 and the flag is. Yeah, yeah. I think those three white think... lines are three lines of chop. I think that that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well, at least I'd like to think. We're the, I call us the white line gang. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, because we drive safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Right. Hey, hey, stay between the lines, pal. <laughs> you got to read between the lines. Um, I am going to say good night. Uh, I love you boys very much. Happy New Year to you, Happy fellas. Year. It you is too. officially 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. And, um, oh, hey, um, high tide's 2020. Jeremy. High tide is 2020 somewhere. <laughs> high tide is 420 somewhere. Um, 2020, Barbara Walters. Um <laughs> 2020, get your vision checked. It's uh, yeah. not too late. Your health, your uh, flexible spending accounts reset. So go get your eyes checked. Now's the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we um, open enrollment. Obamacare. We uh, is <laughs> uh, your focus, people. Uh, and uh, um, I'm gonna say I love you. My name is John Fahey. I'm gonna say I love you. My name is Aaron Pita. Member so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Podcast Network.